Keeps you updated on all the nerdy news you need to know. We've got a slightly different setup here from the last time we did yes. a break room episode. We've got a different table. Keen viewers might recognize this table as being from the old school big question yeah. set. Oh. It's uh, been upcycled. It, it has been upcycled. It got a glow up and now it's here on the break room set. Um, coming up on this episode, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Keeps his title as the ultimate yes. Marvel leaker, potentially. Uh, some Star Wars film development news. Um, we are going to play a really fun game uh, built around Hugh Jackman's current bulk cycle right. for the Wolverine. And Jagan, get ready. <laughs> and, and of course, we are going to dive into this just broke news about John, John Barenthal coming back to the MCU as Punisher in the upcoming Daredevil Born Again series. Uh, news just came out a few minutes ago. We're excited to talk about it. With me to talk about those topics and more. Uh, of course, from the always can't get rid of them new Rockstars crew, we've got Tommy Bechtold and Brandon Barrick are here. Uh, you can get rid of me. It's called the ongoing process of termination that is being built by my higher-ups. Sneaking through the courts. <laughs> okay. uh, and, and, uh, yeah, Brandon Barrick, of course. Still here. But then our, our, our wonderful esteemed special guest, Corey Jandrews, here! Guys, Punisher and Wolverines, I am so ready for this episode. Yes. Very centric. It's a real bro, it's a real bro fest here in the break room in both uh, hosting and topics. Uh, and real quick, Tommy's doing a great job modeling uh, one of our newest merch designs you can get over at nerdriot.shop. This is a little Grogu head uh, available in honor of Mandalorian Season 3. There's another great one with a um, Dinjarin yes. head. There's a uh, bunch this of one cool is called designs. the Foundling. That shirt is, of course, called the Bounty Hunter. Yes. The collection is called the Way. Oh. Ooh. And if you'd like to know the Way, get yourself over to nerdriot.shop. But that's not all. If you buy a shirt, that's not the end of the of the journey for you. You'll also have the option. Did you just say this? I don't okay. know. <laughs> You'll also have the option to get a custom shout out that could be read on the air in a Wookie Leaks episode by both me. Or Eric Voss. Now, I'll be honest, it's yeoman's work, so it'll probably be me. <laughs> but if you say something fun and provocative enough, or if we see some dollar bills in your message, Eric might read it. Yeah! But let's be honest again. You want me to tell your dad you don't love him. Oh, you want me to tell your mom that you cut her out of your aunt reverse inheritance. <laughs> reverse inheritance? Yeah! Tom wow. Selleck can sell reverse mortgages, I can sell reverse inheritances. <laughs> All right, uh, Thank you, Tommy. Sure. Uh, so, hey, let's get into some headlines of the day. Headlines, yes. Uh, at Emerald City Comic Con over the weekend, uh, shout out to our viewers in the Pacific Northwest, mm. uh, Mark Ruffalo was there and he was asked about how it felt to lose Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. from the MCU, and his response was interesting. He said, sad, but there is a time machine. Mm. And there are alternate universes and realities. He means in the movies. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, maybe he meant that in real life. Okay. Uh, I can go back to uh, that moment whenever I want. <laughs> so, said, so anything could happen. <laughs> now, you know, A, Mark Ruffalo has gotten in trouble in the past for letting little plot details and spoilers and stuff like that slip out in interviews. Yeah. But also, maybe he's just having fun with a yeah. Comic-Con audience. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? 
I, mean, I, love, I love that he just said sad like that was the answer yeah, he was supposed sad. to say. And then he went immediately into like, and what I'm not supposed to say. Like the comma has yeah. so much weight there. Sad. Uh, I'm yeah. excited. I think Mark Ruffalo has big middle-aged dad energy. And he knows <laughs> how do you keep the kids in line? You dangle that carrot in yes. front of them. We're going to behave yourselves. We're going to get ice cream. Misbehave. This car's whipping right back around. <laughs> This is his version of saying, like, I'm going to tell you absolutely nothing by implying absolutely everything. And he's savvy. He's savvy. He's been in the industry a long time. He's already been chastised. He probably knows He probably knows exactly how close he can wade up to the line without crossing over it. Saying something like we have a time machine is so kind of like, yeah, so that means anyone could come back. So I like it. Good job, yeah. Mark. Yeah, it's a it's a perfect tease. I love it. Uh, it could both be a nothing burger and maybe a something burger. Uh, in, in another headline, we're, we're actually introducing a new segment here on The Break Room that we have coined Mandatory Gun. Uh, our favorite DC executive, James Gunn, is always dropping something provocative yes. on Twitter, uh, in an interview. Uh, he says a lot of stuff that we report on, so we're going to brand it as a Mandatory Gun. I like it. Is, it, is graphic pending? Uh, yeah, sure. Graphic pending. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it's worth a graphic. If we've got people swallowing white liquids for thirsty thirsty, they're not swallowing. They're it. they're guzzling down white liquids no. for mandatory thirsty thirsty. No, no. What is it? Oh. You tell me what that is. They're thirsty. Their mouths are. It's parched. Elmer's glue, no, folks. No, obviously. I mean, you get thirsty enough. You know. But in our first inaugural uh, mandatory gun, we actually have a bunch to report on. He's been uh, dropping been a, a lot of nuggets out there. Yes, he he um, he. Was quoted in, or he said in an Instagram comment uh, that Guardians Volume Three, coming out May fifth, will be longer than the previous two Guardians movies. And for reference, the first movie was two hours and two minutes. The second movie was two hours and seventeen minutes. So it doesn't it could be two hours and twenty minutes. It doesn't mean sure. we're going to get a four hour epic. But uh, for frame of reference, Wakanda Forever was just two hours and forty minutes. Just. Mm. Quantumania was only two hours and five minutes, so uh, about the Brish, same length. But, um, That's funny, because if you would have asked me, I would have guessed Guardians 1 was longer than Guardians mm. 2. Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, it felt like there was doing more. There was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on. You know what movie was only 90 minutes? Play! <laughs> Can he hit the three-hour mark? Will they let him go for three wow. hours? I feel like to end the trilogy, you know, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, also, they it let, looks ponderous uh, and painful. Yeah, how long was uh, No Way Home? That was close to three hours. Close to three that, was a close, that was a big one. Eternals was pretty long. Uh, and he's got to do Adam Warlock. He's got to wrap up. You know, everybody's gonna kill. He's got to slit that dog's throat. It's got to happen. There's a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> moving on to our next mandatory gun. Uh, this one's wild. It just came out. Uh, he tweeted that less than half of chapter one of the DCU slate has been announced. Less than half? And remind Can me, we acknowledge yes. what... The, the, okay, so one, James Gunn said January, right? And then he did January 31st. This could very well mean double plus one. But even if it's only that, that is 25 properties. Mm. So does that mean that this chapter is, uh, you know, a year? Are we getting something every two weeks? Is this chapter three years? Are we getting something every couple, you know, month mm. or so? What does this mean for the shape of things? Because you could do what Marvel looked like they were initially going to set up to do, which is having a Disney Plus show lead directly into a movie lead directly, and then everything kind of fell apart with scheduling and issues with COVID and all those things. But they're coming at it lesson learned from what Marvel did. And I think that this could be like an Ouroboros of, of constant content. Mm. This could last like monthly. I mean, Warner Brothers Discovery would probably love that, right? <laughs> DC content is very popular and they need content, but that is 
wild because a lot of projects were announced. And this is just chapter one. This is not like mm. announcing everything that's ever going to come out. Right. Maybe that less than half of it. Now, do you think there's a world where he was maybe referencing not that there are twice as many projects, but just that like the details, the casting, the directors oh. that hasn't been filled in? Do you think? That's oh no, okay. I think I think he's cheeky. I think I think he knows <laughs> what he's doing there. And I and I also think if you look at the slate, there's a lot of things that aren't gods and monsters, which is the title mm -hmm. of the chapter. If you look at the slate, there's a lot of key things like Wonder Woman. We have a Themyscira show, but not a Wonder Woman. So mm. I think not only do we not know the, we know the order of the, like three properties. We don't know the order of the rest. Some of that could be like deep into the chapter. And also it's going to be interesting to see what fills in. That could be like Wonder Woman could immediately come after Themyscira. We could mm. have a big Justice League movie at any point in all this stuff. So I think that it's he's been intentionally vague and he gave a perfect mix of like six known properties, six deep cuts, and then there's lots more to play with. I, I also think... Uh, that, that, um, oh God, I just totally brain, <laughs> I brain farted. Hang on. Let me get back to this. Well, uh, he had said too, yeah, when you he made the first announcement, uh, in January that this was the first two to three years mm -hmm. is what he was talking about with all the projects he announced. And we don't know how long these phases are, how many projects are going to be in the phases. So chapters, six -year phase, chapters, chapters sorry, for sorry. DC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, chapters for DC, phases for Marvel. But could yeah, this could, he could just be saying, oh, there's a lot in the second half. We don't even know what it is. I've had, I've had a full frontal lobe recovery you bet. here. You bet. Yes, you bet. I mean, this could be Zasloff, Warner Discovery, mandating to gun. Look, we've, we've heard from Feige. We're reading the tea leaves. It seems like Marvel is winding down. Or not winding down. They're scaling down. back. They're scaling back. Not winding down. They're, they're putting some distance between projects. What is the way to get the fans back? Blunt force assault. Let's put. I mean, I, you know, it sounds funny, but it's like here's a t there's a TV show and a new movie every two months, so there's never not some sort of DCU content out there in the world or or else worlds to you know kind of give you a little palate cleanser. Why not do that to try and get some of these Marvel fans who are a a little disenfranchised with Marvel for whatever reason, some valid, some not, in my opinion, but. And also are kind of just like looking for something new, you know? The old seven-year itch, as I say. Well, it's also, we're what, 15 years this year into the MCU. So yeah, we've got year itch the 15 year itch. So we've got, you know, people that were 15 when it came out are 30 now, people that were two or 17. Right. So I think I'm DC, sorry, could you give us a couple more examples? I'm just gonna create 18. People, are also, people, no, people that are 85 year olds are 100. Now. When it started. See, then 22. Now we now he's 22, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Everybody knows 85 year olds are 100. But if you look at the the maturation of the, the audience, it's also interesting because we are keeping a more R-rated Joker. We are getting a darker Batman alongside the younger Batman. So it's also a unique opportunity to have people die off and do yeah. things that Marvel can't and won't right. do because of where they're at in their infrastructure. So having more in this thing could have different benefits than Marvel having more. Yeah, and, and like one thing I was just thinking about, right, like the Arrowverse for all intents and purposes will be dead mm. pretty soon, right? And that was a huge volume of DC content mm -hmm. that was getting pumped out on the CW. Like, nothing of that, like, kind of stature has been announced. Like, kind of more ground-level superhero, maybe, like, a little slightly lower budget, episodic, something like that. Maybe, you know, we could see projects like that. But we've only gotten halfway through the mandatory guns. The uh, video games, too, I forgot. The, 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 he also said video game shows, all that was going to be tied right. together. Mm. So it, we, no matter what, know that at least some of that is coming to play. That's so point. that's also a factor. I've yeah. lived a thousand lifetimes in those 15 years because I have Mark Ruffalo's time machine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, James Gunn also tweeted, uh, some fans were asking him about the possibility of Henry Cavill possibly voicing Frankenstein in the upcoming Creature Commandos. Because anytime any role gets announced, people ask if Henry Cavill will be cast in it. Wonder Woman, will it be Cavill? <laughs> I mean... And, and Gunn kind of 
you know, came back with, no, we have our Frankenstein. We, we got our first choice, and it's not Henry. Uh, he was never kind of discussed uh, for that role. Do you and, like, think it was he Henry kinda, Cavill asking if he could be the <laughs> It was definitely a, a, Cavill, <laughs> a Cavill burner, yes. Which Henry then, Havel. Henry Cavill would be a good voice actor, but, like, don't you want, like, a Ron Perlman, a somebody yeah. with, like, a you know, some gravitas, a little bit deeper, raspy or something kind of voice for a Frankenstein-type character? Is that Brad Garrett? Uh, <laughs> hi, Ryman. I'm Frankenstein. <laughs> Although he did play Frankenstein in that Apple commercial. Brad Garrett did. Oh, not familiar. The Home for the Holidays, Apple commercial. Oh, Deborah! And and our last uh, mandatory gun, uh, there may yet be hope for a Constantine 2. Come on! Yeah! Give it to us! Keanu Reeves is out there on the uh, promotion trail for John Wick 4, and he said that he's been in talks with James Gunn about a sequel, that he's hoping for it, trying to make it happen. No, No promises there. Because this is in, we never got an official that it was canceled. It was just that it got announced Mm. right before all the changes. When when, uh, Zaslav's axe was swinging, they were like, oh, but we're going to do a Constantine 2 surprise. Uh, And then it never got like said, oh, no, that's not happening. But it was just never in the slate. But timeline wise, he said that Commandos and Superman were already greenlit before he came on, which means some shows had to be cooking. So it wouldn't surprise me if Constantine was one of the half we don't have yet. Especially yeah. since we're getting some other supernatural spooky stuff. Like, I could easily see an Elseworld having right. Keanu Constantine, but also maybe having, like, a blonde British, more traditional Constantine right. team up a Swamp Thing. Like, there's a lot of opportunity yeah. to use Constantine as an Elseworld because he's magic. I know I know. we, we got to breeze through these a little quicker, but uh, just when it comes to that Creature Commandos and Superman being previously greenlit, he implied that he was attached to them and they were greenlit before he became the, his own boss. Because he's had his foot in the door like at DC Superman. for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those, were the, those, were the, those were the DCE way of keeping him after Suicide Squad because when he said it I was like wait James Gunn who's like you know quirky and loves these kind of more obscure titles there was someone else that was like we're doing Creature Commandos he was like we'll keep that I think headcanon for me has been that Peacemaker season one went so well, they were like, have another property, anything you yes. want. Then Commandos came into play. And then I think Hamada was on record for saying that he didn't want Cavill back, so they were trying to bring in a new Cavill. Then The Rock messed with that timing. And then when The Rock brought in Cavill, I think it threw off the Superman that Hamada wanted to do. That allowed a void to make a new Superman. They wanted a Superman film, so then James Gunn, while pitching, probably pitched a glorious Superman project. Yeah. That then helped him alley-oop into the Kevin Feige role, and then he was able to make that a writing, perhaps directing position, mm. making the whole slate like his baby. Cut to Zach Galifianakis doing math in The Hangover. Yeah. That is my face. At least they got Terramana tequila at the at the premiere. Cut to, <laughs> cut to Hamada <laughs> holding a box of his stuff <laughs> on the car waiting for the Uber to pick him up. Hey, we're going to replace Henry. Uh, thank you for your service, Walter Hamada. Uh, it's still in DC news, but no longer in the mandatory gun uh, uh, section of the show. At, we've exited the mandatory we have, we have gun. Exited, we've exited. Uh, we've grabbed our belongings okay. and we've exited the mandatory gun. Uh, this is actually in currently filming DC news. So Joker 2, Falia Du, uh, is shooting right now, and uh, some set photos were released. Now, if you consider this kind of thing a spoiler, I guess, turn away, but I don't think it spoils that much. Uh, we've got the image. John, John. Oh, my God, don't show that to me. What are you showing me that so, for? What am I looking at? Yeah! Uh, so in that image, right, you see the, the front character is Joaquin Phoenix, kind of in the beige or, or peach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's a different person in his getup from the talk show in the first film. That is a was, WWE I, superstar. Or I know. It's a, big, a very it's a, large human being. It's a, it's a big frame on that boy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there was another clip uh, came out at the same time of uh, uh, some footage, and there was a third character also dressed like mm. Joaquin Phoenix dressed in the first film. But Triple not Jokers? 
Yeah, and we were speculating, like, this could be like a dream or a hallucination sure, sequence, sure. Especially right? if this is like a musical, as we've been hearing. Yeah, I think all the music sequences might start anything. out like psychedelic. Yeah, right? yeah. I imagine they trip a bit. He is an unreliable narrator, so he could be like imagining these or some kind of psychosis. Also, we saw at the end of the first movie, right, like, he had kind of inspired these riots across the city. Maybe he has mm. some followers, including people that are doing some pretty spot-on cosplay yeah. of him. Uh, maybe and they start following him, chasing him. Who knows? There's also a comic canon Three Jokers storyline where there are literally three Jokers all operating as one. And there's mm. also a current comic storyline called Joker the Man Who Laughs and the Man Who Stopped Laughing, which is a Joker that got hurt by the real Joker and then took on his identity as a way to like get back at him because you knew that... Hurt his pride. Oh. Uh, but we'll talk about that more later in the week. I think There's also a Spin Doctor song called Two Princesses. It's Two Princes. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, Clown Princes. Sorry, Clown. nerd, I didn't know the title. Next <laughs> one. He's the nerd? Also, also, if you're going to drop some Spin Doctor's knowledge, make it accurate, my man. Uh, I, uh, I wasn't born then. Two princes. Get out of here. It's two princes? Yes. It's two it, princesses. Isn't it? Doesn't he go two different princesses? John, producer John, can we get a If you're one of the on Spin Doctors, you're right. I think you're right. It show, is two please. princes. I mean... I mean, all of Spin Doctor's canon, I mean, I know you've got so many hits, it's hard to keep all of them uh, you full in line. snort out of me. But, um, <laughs> you uh, pulled full snort. It, I went full it, snort. Another kind of tangential to DC News, uh, Variety has reported that Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron film and Kevin Feige's uh, in-development Star Wars project are both no longer in active wow. development. Feige looking to exit? Well, we were saying, you know, there'd kind of been a rumor that the Patty Jenkins project was kind of on ice for a while. Doesn't it make a lot of sense? Kevin Feige, is there anybody in Hollywood more overstretched well, than him was right this, now? Was this like a, a Bob Chapek project, mm -hmm. uh, RIP, that, you know, when he was like trying to bulk up, uh, bulk up Disney Plus, he yeah. was like, oh, let's say Feige's doing a project. Maybe Feige legitimately wanted to do like a Star Wars thing, was like, I would love to work on something else for two seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, and was promised it, but now that Feige's maybe refocusing back on Marvel, and they're like, yeah, we don't want to do this. This I'm most disappointed because uh, uh, I always loved the Rogue Squadron comics. Yeah, yes. it was a Dark Horse imprint. Yeah, really cool stuff, and I wanted to see the Adventures of Wedge Antilles. Also, Top Gun Maverick was a great Star Wars. Right, yeah, and it's it like... Happen. I, I wanted this movie to happen. I hope they still do a Rogue Squadron story at some point. I don't. I don't know. Give Brandon the keys. No, no. no. Well, and it, it does feel like right. maybe Star Wars is clearing out for some big announcements. Yeah. Maybe a Star Wars celebration this year in London. Mm -hmm. They might. Hopefully, they announce the next theatrical release. Yeah. Right, whatever that is. I also I want to apologize to you, the audience, and to my good friend Tommy Bagdon. <gasps> the Spin oh, no. Doctor song is in fact. Oh, no. Two princesses. Wow. Producer John has confirmed that. Um, I stand before you a contrite man. No, he's messing. You put the wrong thing in the no, poster. No, he's messing oh, with me. Okay, no. I stand before you a redeemed man. <laughs> what I am correct. Listen, what has happened? What, 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 what this is referenced to in the canon of the break room, which is, of course, something you all follow along, everyone watching right now, Skeleton Crew is a television show that's yes. going to be on Disney+. Plus. That John insisted was a movie. Yes. For years he insisted years. it was a movie. Before it was even announced. <laughs> so he was doing a little messing with me. Okay. I, I, heard, I, I heard Jude Law will, will portray his Captain Hook character in Skeleton <laughs> Crew as well. I'm uh, I'm wow. also told Jude Law is going to be at Comic-Con and he's going to have the best time ever. And everyone's okay, going to love him there. <laughs> uh, and our final headline of the day, uh, Detective Pikachu 
Detective Pikachu Ooh, 2. Detective That's the title. Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is pretty good. Pikachu should be the title of that movie. Come on. Uh, the fast it, over. Uh, a new creative team has been announced uh, for that film. Uh, Portlandia co-creator Jonathan Krizzle uh, will direct and a screenplay from Chris Galletta, mm -hmm. who wrote the film Kings of Summer. You know, what this, you know what this leads me to believe? What? Jonathan Crystal, I'm a huge fan of. He does a lot of work for Absolutely, uh, Tim Heidecker and Eric Weirheim's oh, yeah. company. I love his editing choices. I think he'll make this movie very funny. Chris Galletta, I, I believe, cast Craig Kakowski in Kings of Summer. Oh. Craig Kakowski to uh, P Detective Pikachu 2? Friend of for the show. For all you improv nerds out there? Come on the show, Craig. Craig and Pikachu 2? It's got to happen. This is, this is a wild team, though. It does make it feel like, are they going to just totally the really shift this movie? Well, I mean, Portlandia and Absolutely, like, those are known yeah. it's I mean, also, Tim and Eric awesome show they're known for like hard edits crazy sound effects like I'm sure they can't get away with doing that but right. I do think if they can introduce kind of some of the irreverency to it you know I didn't see Detective Pikachu it's like a full, noir full. mystery film yeah. right? it's a very it's almost like hard boiled but fun yeah. and, 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 and it's over I the think top it, maybe 2018, I think is when that came out. So it's mm -hmm. been a minute, right? They didn't jump yeah. on a scene. This is just now going yeah. into development, so it probably won't come out till earliest next year, maybe not even until mm -hmm. 2025. Uh, so they, they've taken their time, even though that first one was a big hit. So right. we're, we're, we're intrigued. We'll, we'll stay tuned. Well, if you want to hibernate, until P Detective Pika 2 comes out, <laughs> you're going to need a good mattress to hibernate yes. on, right? You're going to need to get a lot of sleep. You're going to need to save your calories and, and slow down that metabolism. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is on a Helix, a Helix mattress, okay? Mm -hmm. and thankfully, our friends at Helix, they got a great deal for you. Who's Helix? I hear you asking out there. Who they are make, they? They make premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your needs and conveniently shipped right to your door. Brandon, how am I going to know what kind of mattress to Tommy, use? Tommy, it's complicated, okay? You got to know your mattress lore. You yeah. got to know your, your body's aura energy. Yeah. No, forget all that. They got a quiz. You take online. You love taking quizzes. Which Power Ranger are you? I hope mm. you're the Green Ranger. Uh... They have a quiz you can take at Helix that'll that'll find the perfect mattress for you that matches your unique body type and sleep preferences uh, and gives you the best night's sleep, sleep ever. Based on your different sleep positions and firmness preferences, they have something for everyone's unique taste. And if you sleep with a partner, you know I do. Count your lucky stars, okay? Uh, and you can you can take this quiz with your partner and find the perfect uh, compromise for the both of you so you'll stop screaming at, at each other before bedtime. Now, both Tommy and I have Helix mattresses. That's oh, right. that's I'm, nice. I'm uh, a big fan of mine. It is, uh, we got kind of a softer mattress because I'm a side sleeper. Oh, yeah. And when you're on your shoulder, you need something a little softer as opposed to a back sleeper, you might do firmer. Yeah. And I love it. And I sleep face down with my hands tied behind my back. And I gotta be honest, I get 18 hours a night and I feel fresh as a daisy in the morning. That's not true. I have just a, I have a very uh, wonderful Helix mattress. I sleep front, back, side to side. There is no wrong right. way to sleep with me, just like there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Great right. sponsor. Also, <laughs> if you're low on money and you can't pay your, your heating bill, may I suggest guibernating? If I come uh, your guy pals over, okay. cuddle up on your Helix mattress okay. and save some money on the heat. I see. I How see. do you get these mattresses, well, Brandon? Well, they ship them right to your door with free shipping in the U.S. They have a 10-year warranty. <laughs> wow. Uh, and they even offer financing options and flexible payment plans so that you can get the best night's sleep. If you're looking for a new bed, remember this. <laughs> you can click the link Jesus. below or go to helixsleep.com slash breakroom to get 20% off your Helix mattress. Plus... Two free pillows. We oh. can sleep without pillows. What are you, a psycho? Okay. Helixsleep.com yeah. slash break room. Uh, check out the deal. Click the link. Do it. And we want to shout out our second and final sponsor for the Final sponsor. <laughs> no, just. Never. Yeah. Man, sorry, uh, guys. Uh, 
and that's factor meals. Uh, you've heard us talk about factor meals before. We are big, big fans. It was factor February, and that has only con continued into yeah. factor March. Yeah. Uh, here at the, at the break room, uh, they are America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. The big thing about factor is these meal, no cooking. You don't got to chop. Mm -hmm. You don't got to stir. You don't got to do anything. Uh, these guys come fully prepared. And they're also, they're never frozen. That's also That's a big right. thing. There's not mm. frozen meals. So it's not like 12 minutes and it turns into cardboard or whatever in your mm. microwave. These things, you just heat them up yeah. from like fridge temp to the temp that you're eating. Two minutes. Two minutes. It's so and easy. You're, you're eating a meal. Uh, let me, let me, Zach, let me jump in. Go off. Go off. Factor February was a fumble by me. No fault of Factor. <laughs> it was an F up by a foolish friend of the show, myself. But Hot Point Summer Training has begun oh, March okay. 1st. That was a calendar week ago. And let me tell you guys, it's not necessarily a ton of weight loss, although I have lost some weight. I mean, I have a lot of weight to lose. I've dropped about seven pounds in a week. Whoa. Which, for now, for now, I don't want to lose that every week, but for now, it's very good. But if I can be earnest with you for one moment, for once on this show, the level of energy that I have waking up, just eating the factor meals and eliminating some of the other bad habits that I have. I've noticed like, I wake up more refreshed, I go to sleep a little easier, throughout the day I'm not as groggy and way down. I mean, I was really starting to feel my engine, my body furnace coming to a close. <laughs> I, I thought like the Iron Giant, I was about to sink into the oh, ocean, no. or whatever he does, oh, fly no. off to his home planet. Oh no. I thought it was over for this hope. Yeah, he gets but, <laughs> Thankfully, I got to say, you know, I, I do one factor meal a day. I do one of their juices in the morning and it makes me, because they are pretty filling, it makes, it inspires me to make a good, intelligent, mindful choice at night. So that's my factor spiel. Tell them how they can get this great deal. Absolutely. Get factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Uh, choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door in just two, or ready in two minutes of, of a quick microwave. Head to factormeals.com slash breakroom5050 and use code breakroom50 to get 50% off your first box. That's a big old savings. That's code breakroom50 at factormeals.com slash breakroom50 to get 50% off your first box. If you can't remember that, click this video's description yep. and all that information will be in there. We thank you, Factor, for sponsoring the show this week. And I'll update you again next week whether you want to or not. Good. We do. Good. We want. We want, Tommy. Uh, now to dive into our big story for today. Uh, some breaking news uh, came out earlier today when The Hollywood Reporter announced that John Bernthal will be returning as the Punisher. Mm. You know him, you loved him, you demanded it, you started a Twitter thread about it. Uh, uh, we last saw the character in Punisher Season 2 on Netflix with Frank Castle officially donning his Punisher outfit and killing two gangs. How oh. adorable. Oh, just that? Uh, the, F or the CIA was trying to recruit him. He's like, no, I'm done working for you guys. And he put on his little shirt and he killed a bunch of the people. The guy from the bear was in there. The guy from the bear yeah, was in there. First time I saw that guy, it was like, that's yeah, true. Jeremy Allen White was in there? Yeah. No, the, uh, the, oh. the, 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 the mean bully uh, man. The, yeah, yeah. The other guy, he played uh, Micro. The guy that's oh. like a punk to, the, to our guy. Right. That, that's why I think Johnny popped up in the bear, because they're probably mm. homies, I'm guessing. I bet they are. Yeah, yeah homies. Homies. Now, Kevin Feige has said that Daredevil's 18 episode run will likely be more episodic and self contained. There's also been rumors that episodes will function in mini arcs. Like, similar to how Andor, our favorite show, apologies mm -hmm. to Andor, how it ran, where you would have, like, three episode arcs at a time. Three episodes set at the prison. Yeah. Three episodes that are about the, the jailbreak at the base or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah. And so Daredevil might similarly be in chunks. Yeah, like yeah, that. I think Kevin Feige was maybe saying that in a way of being like, hey, don't worry, this isn't, like, a long, slow 18-episode 
kind of string out, which the Netflix series, I would say, were like long, a story told over like a, a one had, season like, arc. Two, two arcs, but the whole thing over yeah, arcs. Yeah. Like they'd introduce a character halfway and it would pivot, but it would all be yeah. one thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think this, we can kind of infer how this might affect how the Punisher will appear on the Daredevil season. Series like he might only be in three episodes. Mm. I just think three or four, like yeah. one one major arc, but like the big arc. And I also think that this gives us a good tense of like the comic books are sometimes you've got two issues that are the same thing. You got a little one shot. You've got six issue arcs. I don't think it's going to be as consistent as Andor. I think Andor need to be three, three, three. This might be a five episode arc and then a two and then a three. Mm. Like it could mix it up. Yeah. And I think it's really smart of Marvel this deep into their TV experiment. They went from. Hey, some of these things feel like six-hour movies. Some of these things feel like episodic, like She-Hulk, that have, you know, things that feel in and out of continuity. Right. I think it's really smart to go, okay, what if we do it literally like the comic books? Mm. What if we actually try to make serialized content like a monthly comic series? And Daredevil is kind of, not guaranteed, but if you're going to experiment, do it with the one that everybody's been lobbying for. You got D'Onofrio back, you got Charlie Cox back, now you've got an arc of Punisher. This is the best marketing they could have had, and if they're about to go film, it does bode well that they announce it before they just have a shot of Burnthal like, on set. Like, this mm. was a smart move. Plus, good timing with Kevin Feige talking about repositioning stuff. Yes, yeah. and we should say, I think Brandon might have mentioned this, but, like, this has not been confirmed by Marvel, though this was reported in very reputable source, Hollywood yeah. Reporter. Sources say, which usually right. that means it's the actor's agent or well, something like it's that. It's like you know? Marvel has never officially said Sasha Baron Cohen's coming in True. to play Mephisto, but like everyone picked it up. Been set. Or, yeah, or yeah. they're on stage. Like, he didn't end officially announce, like, Dominic Thorne than she was at Comic-Con. Like, right, I think there's right. a certain element there's, of that. And there's a level between, like, what... Like something like the Hollywood Reporter or Variety is willing to confidently yeah. back or Hot Mike. Well, Hot Mike would back anything, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, think... that guy will say anything for a pack of hot yeah, sauce. Yeah. This is a testament to what the show might be too. Like, as far as we we talked about format, but John Bernthal's been very publicly saying like he'll only come back to the Punisher if, and he's had like things that he wants. And mm. if you look at how he played that character, he loves the Punisher. Right. I, I consider this like a Downey Jr., Ryan Reynolds, Liz Olsen caliber casting, yeah, where it's like they are the character. So. I would imagine this is a good thing for people that are worried about it being too PG. People that are worried it's going to be like the Daredevil take they just had that I, I enjoyed the Mark Wade take, but some people didn't. So I, I would assume this arc might be darker, if not the show being darker. And that also might be a, a testament to them having more time because mm. of, you know, Quantumania. I think everyone's looking at how do we adjust? What do the fans want? We're listening to the people. Yeah. I think Punisher allows for a darker show, which might happen. Well, Moda Awesome had sent in a super chat saying they love John Barenthal's Punisher. But they're worried he'll be PG thirteen, not even PG. PG thirteen. Which you only get for, one fuck for, tele PG for television. It's, it's MA. It'll be TV fourteen. There, there is no TV PG thirteen. Yeah, they have TV fourteen, TV MA. And they've done TV fourteen before. <laughs> Disney has yet to do TV MA for right. any of their uh, Marvel series. Right, but they. Uh, but but again, referencing Andor, Andor got pretty adult. They right? said shit, and there was some In murders. Star Wars. There was some murders. There, there was, was some, some torture. There was some implied. Sexy times. Love making. Oh yeah, it was it was heavily implied. Yes, uh, heavily implied. Now, uh, Daredevil did uh, in the Netflix universe. Daredevil started, or the Punisher showed up on the Daredevil series first before he got his own show. A lot of people, you know, there's been a lot of questions like who, which Daredevil is this? Is this the mm -hmm. same Daredevil from Netflix? Is this from a different universe? Like we mm -hmm. don't know. They didn't answer it in She-Hulk, obviously. It, you know, Charlie Cox has been really weird about how he talks about it. Mm. I don't think he knows. <laughs> uh, uh, and they might not know. And you might be saying, well, what about the other characters, right? Hollywood Reporter has said that the actors who portray Foggy, uh, Nelson, and Karen Page will not be returning. That's, mm. that's the story right now. Deborah Ann Wall plays uh, Karen Page, yeah. and Eldon Henson plays Foggy Nelson. Now, 
they might be saving that. Yeah, I don't know. that and could be a surprise reveal. Right. I, I also think this is terrible journalism by me, but I do believe because we we uh, some of us have a, an inside connection to Deborah and her husband, our, our friend EJ. Uh, I think she just booked a series regular on a TV show, so she may not be available for this. Oh, well, you, know I mean? you never know. We we don't know when this series is coming out. They had put it on the schedule for like 2024, yeah. but, but I, so many TV I, I shows. I want to are talk about bombed. that. So the yeah. original slate that we saw this year at Comic Con, there it is, beautiful has Daredevil Born Again coming spring 2024, which mm. is roughly a year away, right? Like, that's not very far out. They've not started shooting this show, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the stuff before that has kind of been moved around, right? Echo is has been delayed, possibly, mm. to 2024. And we're about to talk about Echo a little bit, but we think it is going to function as a lead-in to this series. So it'll still need to come out before Daredevil. Right. And if it doesn't come out this year, does that affect Daredevil, do right. you think? I think Echo has to happen first. Yeah. If, if they're going to shot have it Daredevil first, right? and like, yeah. uh, 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 so, Charlie Cox, Sam Vincent, and D'Onofrio are going to yeah. appear in Echo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the D'Onofrio story needs to be at least acknowledged before because, right. like, that's a comic story where he gets shot and like, there's a whole arc. Yeah. But without that piece of the puzzle, that won't make any sense if he's right. just in Daredevil. Because as of now, he's dead, right? Like, that's right. We didn't see him. We, we saw no eye patch. Yeah, um, like, so they need to tell the eye patch saga. Yeah. So I, I think we need to have the Echo Show first. If the Echo Show is 10 episodes, then we've got, as of now, it's rumored to be 10 episodes. So if you're looking at a 10 episode leading into 18 episodes, you, either you have a gap or you go right into it. That's 28 episodes. That's, what, a year is 52 weeks? That is that is a half a year. It's over half a year. That's a lot of Marvel content. Right. And, and, and I, they got other series they got to get in there. Now, yeah. they could, these things could overlap, right? Mm -hmm. We could have a Echo running at the same time as Covenant right. K. Chaos well, or something wild like there that. There could also be episodes of Echo that correspond with e episodes of Daredevil. What if it overlapped with Daredevil and they're like, these things are like telling a story that are concurrently, the first three episodes of Daredevil, the last three episodes of Echo are kind of one six episode Podular arc. Is also, the comic you stack them, then have the storyline go between right. like TGIF yeah. and the night. You gotta, you gotta right. buy both titles, yeah. Wanna yeah. have some fun? Show you how it's done? TGIF. <laughs> When, well, I was, be right here. when I was doing a little reading into this, I found, uh, I guess the Russo brothers have two times kind of teased that there was going to be like a Frank Castle cameo mm. in their movies. They first said in like Captain America Civil War, which oh, is 2014, cool. which the timing of this would be very strange. There's two moments in that movie where a Pinsky truck, like a rental truck, is involved in like the chase scenes. And they, they've joked that like, they wanted to have a cameo of that being like the Punisher running over Hydra agents or something weird like that. It's hard to tell if they're fully joking about mm. that being true. And I guess they also said they wanted to have a scene in Endgame where the Punisher like gets hit by a bench that's like thrown by the Hulk. I don't know how much of that is serious, how funny that is. I don't know. The fans obviously have been asking for, they, I think of the Netflix verse, right? Mm -hmm. The more beloved characters were probably like Daredevil and Charlie Cox portrayal of that, Jessica Jones and how that was portrayed, and also like Baron Thal's Punisher. Uh, just not Iron Fist. <laughs> not a lot of love for Iron Fist, some love for Luke Cage, but yeah. I think in the, the like rankings of how people put it, yeah. the ones they were asking for the mo most were like those three, and sure. like Kingpin, obviously they loved how Kingpin was yeah. portrayed. So bringing in uh, Punisher will be interesting. Again, they've already said that like Daredevil won't be as like hard as the Netflix version. Remember in that show, like, 
They were crushing skulls and car doors. Yeah. A lot of blood, a lot of sex, a lot of violence. Even in that world, all, all the events we saw in the MCU were harder. Mm. Uh, because the reporter Ben, you could see on his background, he would have like uh, pages of his the newspaper. The newspaper was way more like... Where they would be like, uh, hundreds die in the Battle of Harlem, mm-hmm. which was, uh, you know, Hulk versus Abomination. Or like the Battle of New York, they're like thousands die. When we saw Civil War, right, uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross was saying 76 people died in Sokovia. Yeah. It's like, what? Only 76 <laughs> yeah. died? And, and they, they were all bad. Which I will say this, like, we, we want to have faith in, in the Marvel creatives, right? That even if they have to scale down the, like, the blood, the profanity, some of, the, mm-hmm. some of that stuff, you can imply a lot of darkness without necessarily showing yeah, it, yeah. right? You can have some off-screen heads get crushed, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, and Multiverse of Madness pushed that as far as it yes. could go. There's yep. a lot of violence in that. And even uh, 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier, a guy gets his head And Moon Knight was physically violent, just right. with no blood. Yeah. You can have that choreography still right. come a to play. A Stormtrooper got cut in half in Kenobi, folks. <laughs> it's it's, true. True. it's, it's a workplace, the same A workplace accident. Yeah. Now, Theodore Harris said in his super chat asking which street-level heroes or villains will be introduced in the MCU and Daredevil board again. Mm-hmm. I think it's very smart to bring in Punisher. Daredevil needs to do a good job of bringing in less-powered individuals. Mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about this last week. Bring us back We're, Gladiator. Uh, you know, in the comic books, it's very easy to, like, uh, boost and nerf a character depending on your character arc, who's, who's writing the story, blah, blah, blah. But I think in cinema, when there's only so much of each character that exists mm. uh, on, on screen, right? Every time we see them, they get more and more powerful. Very rarely do characters slowly get yeah. less powerful mm. over time. So our, our heroes who have been around for the longest are getting like very heavily powered. Mm. Thor's basically Odin now and blah, right. blah, blah. So I, it's very smart to have these unpowered individuals running around on the street who can only get like so powerful and, and there'll mm. be a limit. So who else will they introduce here? I think it's really, really needed to have a grounded team. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to have Captain America be a more grounded. I think we're going to have Spider-Man right. be a more Sam Wilson never takes the That's serum. That's great. Perfect. But I also think that Spider-Man, we heard rumors about the Daredevil Spider-Man crossover. I would love to see. This is the only place I want to see Spider-Man mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Because I, I do not want Spider-Man back as an Avenger. I personally think he needs to be like, he's never been Spider-Man. He needs to be movies. a kid. Well, get if, if that's the case, then could we get some overlap of some Spider-Man villains like Rhino that or are Hammerhead. all kind of mm. re- re- relying on technology. Sure, right? sure. Like, I mean, I'd Rhino. love to see a Tombstone, yeah. a Hammerhead. Oh, man. Tombstone some some crime level. like Especially some Kingpin associates. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Gangster type. I want to see a crime war in this world that could only be told in this story because in the Netflix you're having these personal stories of faith of yeah. crisis of right. basically Kingpin running his town but it's very personal if you're going to go big and you're going to go more acrobatic Daredevil you're going to tell the more comedic story make it bigger in the sense that Kingpin's fighting other mafia leaders and make it yeah. so Punisher's mowing down Hammerhead's guys like have it be that comic-y and that'll appease a lot of the fans in a different direction because you don't want it to be just a, a same tone light you want it to be a different tone altogether hence and, the yellow suit and now that's who might appear in this series where do we think this character, the Punisher, could appear outside this series? Nowhere. <laughs> the, like planet? That, the, the planet? No, no, I don't think... Where the Guardians are running? It, it would be weird to do a whole new show with the Punisher unless yeah. it's super successful. I, I don't know. I mean, Deadpool could he show up... Into it. The, the, timing, the, timing doesn't, the timing could line Punisher. up. Thunderbolt, uh, New World Order. Right. Tonally, there yeah. might be a fit there. Maybe, Maybe a weird, like... We need some like non-powered humans in like a Kang dynasty. Like they're like we need a team of Falcon, Punisher, nobody with any powers. Well, and the the last we saw of the Punisher of this version. Now again, I don't know how much of Netflix, how related it will be to the Netflix, if that'll count. But 
uh, on the, at the end of the Netflix show, he's he's turning away from the CIA. Val now runs the CIA, right? Yeah. So it would make a lot of sense if there was some oh, appearance of him in Thunderbolt or something like mm. that, where she is able to convince him to come back in uh, and do a little work for the government again. Also, he hates that Daredevil doesn't, like, you know, take the final decision. Yeah. So if there's a conversation of, like, what heroes do, how hard they put people down, you've got the setup with Kamala Khan, you've got the, uh, the a long-game mutants, world that hates and fears sure. them. Punisher's a good gateway between the world being uncertain about heroes into Thunderbolt being betrayed by heroes, and then Punisher being like, guys... I've been, I've been saying this. Yeah. So yes, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a fun commentary on that character. I say put Punisher on the boys. What if Punisher's on every show? That does not. Uh, a couple of quick super chats. D Murdoch, who has an appropriate last name for this topic, mm -hmm. says, been waiting for this news for a long time. You and me both, my man. Corey Candrilli uh, shouting out uh, Tommy's flow. With this flow? Yeah, look at that. Look at what a healthy man he has. Uh, Factor wow. March. Thank fact, you, Factor. Uh, uh, Realtree, uh, our friend Realtree in the chat say, oh, well, first of all, I wanted to shout out, uh, we did run a poll. Do you think Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. will return to the MCU at some point? A resounding 76% oh, saying yes. yes. Again, flashback. I don't uh, think they will. All kinds of stuff. Good. Uh, Realtree saying, we decided last week in live chat my hip-hop name would be T-Plank. Mm. Uh, that is a pretty good hip-hop name, real treat. Uh, what would each of your hip-hop names be? I actually, I've, I've thought about this a lot. Okay, Tommy? My uh, rap name, I, first, I have a name and I have a crew. My name would be Optimus Crime, and my crew would be the Contracepticons. Mm, mm. I would be B to B. Instead of business to business, it's business to booty. Oh, you know wow. Give the booty the business? Give the booty the business. I think it'd just be Koi Boy. I want like an 80s, like Beastie <laughs> Boys. Koi like, boy. I want to be Koi Ladies Boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Koi Boy. And I want like that hey, cheesy girl. white boy 80s rap. Like, yeah. I want like a boombox. Yeah. Like, Kangol and some yeah. shell toes. Yeah. Yeah. I, of course, would be ASAP Corny. Yes. Okay. Uh, Flying Ninja 808. You guys can be in the Contracepticons if you want. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Founding member. Yeah. Uh, Flying Ninja 808 saying, do you think Marvel will make more R-rated content other than Deadpool and use uh, 20th Century Fox Studios instead of Disney to keep Disney as family friendly? Mm -hmm. um, What's well, interesting, you know, possibly for films, doesn't feel like for Disney Plus, mm -hmm. though there's a lot of behind-the-scenes industry talk right now about the future of Hulu. Disney mm -hmm. owns... Uh, Two thirds of Hulu, with the final third being owned by NBC Universal, Comcast, uh, and there's some rumors they might want to get rid of Hulu mm. rather than like buying out Comcast to own all of it, and then just kind of have one streaming service, Disney Plus. And if they do that, and maybe they move some of the more adult yeah. Hulu content onto Disney Plus, that kind of breaks the forbidden door, mm. and now it's no longer the family-friendly streaming service. It's the streaming service for everybody. Did you see the Boston Strangler ads, all of Disney Plus in the bottom of them. That's the first time I've been like, that's yeah. a weird-looking thing. Yeah, they did send out the screeners. Uh, now it, it is on Hulu. It, it is, but, but the it's posters like, it says. Boston trailer, Disney yeah, yeah. Plus. And well, like, and right. around the world, uh, Disney has like already done that Stars. with their Star Service, uh, where the all, they don't have like a Hulu overseas. Just, just a clarification, point of clarification oh, for you okay. guys. Just sure. a, no, just a question. There, it came like they introduced in Disney Plus the setting, the eighteen mm -hmm. plus setting, about a year ago, right? Where you right. could change your settings to be, you could unlock anything for eighteen plus, implying that there would eventually be yeah. R-rated content. I think Deadpool's on there, isn't it? Oh, is it? Or I is it on Hulu? I I'm think not sure that was that the lives. reason they did it. Oh, okay. Because the reason they did it initially was yeah, they were adding some movies. And I there, think there was were. a great interview with um, the guy who does the town, Matt Bellamy. Yes. Uh, where he was talking to uh, Bill Simmons on the Ringer about the future of streamers, and he's like, they're they've they've all 
spread out now and now you're going to see them all contract yes. and combine so it makes perfect sense that hulu would fold into disney plus and potentially even be a hulu page on disney plus you yeah. know what i mean hub. if they don't want to yeah. sell it it's like there's a hulu page an fx page and you just you can have it completely and, and so dc's got to change everything i think we're going to need to have marvel go oh we're looking at the joker making a billion we're looking at the batman being darker and having a lighter one i think they're also aware that you know with things saying kid-friendly, that does eliminate a third or more of the demographic. So yeah. I think they're going to, at some point, start making things. I think Deadpool is going to be a good test, mm -hmm. but I also think Daredevil might have gotten darker because of the reaction ant and so we could see things start to get announced. Let and me make my Ms. Minutes one-shot. R-rated. <laughs> What's the full title? Cogsworth destroys Miss Minutes. Oh, no. Okay, oh, final, no. we ran a poll. Which defender do you want to see in Daredevil? Born again, uh... Jessica Jones leading Jessica the way, 50% of the vote. Him. Luke Cage is still a respectable 34%. Danny and Rand. Our, and our boy Iron Fist, 14%. Mm. I'm actually pretty surprised. 14% of the folks out there were mm. like, give me that Iron They're like, Night of Flowers was the highlight of Game of Thrones for me. Yeah. Let's go! <laughs> hey, Dr. Nasty sent in a super chat and asked me if I was going to make my chameleon eyes appointment at 345. <laughs> I thought I told you we were rescheduled. We got a hold of that billy goat throat, and it's time for me to be the throat goat. Oh, no. Talent. Hey, uh, again, the second time in two weeks, I'm thrilled to get to say the magical phrase. Oh, no. Mandatory fun time! Whee! Roll that graphic! Roll that graphic. Uh, Roll that beautiful We have a, uh, a fun uh, segment here inspired by uh, our, our, our Lord and Savior, Hugh Jackman, recently did an interview. Are we past 3.30? Uh, Jack offs, so let me hear you. We <laughs> <laughs> he talked about he's getting role, ready for his role uh, to redon those claws and play Wolverine in Deadpool 3. And as part of that, and because he's on Broadway right now, burning a lot of calories as he treads mm -hmm. the boards, uh, he's having to eat upwards of 8,000 calories a day oh. to get that muscle mass, uh, which we should all be so lucky. I'll be honest. To, up until a week ago, that's what I was doing. <laughs> what role were you bulking for, John? Uh, rolling off of my bed because getting out by standing up was no longer an option. Okay. And I booked it every morning uh, and night. Uh, so, inspired by that, we're going to play a little game, Price is Right style, mm. of Guess the Calories. Oh, okay. okay? Mm. We are going to show on screen. Oh, because also in the article, he went into like what he's eating, and it's like, Oh, uh, two chicken burgers and a thing of salmon and a thing of steak and this and that. And Chef Mario's making all this delicious food for me. Uh, and they kind of listed out like the menu for his day. And it looked uh, pretty impressive. These meals will not be shown on screen, whether you want them to be or not. <laughs> it is simply not an option. <laughs> you go on Instagram yourself. Just gonna, uh, and that is my choice. And it comes from the top down. Top dog. I don't want to be teased with those meals. So so uh, instead, we are going to uh, practice our, our best mind bulking here. Okay. And uh, I'm going to read out a quantity of a specific kind uh, of food. Okay. Uh, our three contestants here are going to write down what they think the total calories of all of that food is without going over. The person who gets closest will get a point. And okay. the person who wins this will get a, a tub of uh, beef lard. Oh, beef lard. tallow? Tallow. Thank you, Tommy. Tub of tallow. Um, uh, our first... Food to guess here in our Hugh Jackman bulk challenge: five hundred grilled chicken breasts. Oh, okay. Five hundred. Mm. So again, this is uh, not a normal mm. amount to consume in one sitting, certainly. But uh, five hundred grilled. Five hundred grilled chicken breasts. Okay. I am. My answer. I did a little math. So okay, you're... and we're going to reveal all these at the same time, okay. so no person gets the. Uh, 
last mover advantage here. Okay. Um, so do we have? I'm ready. Oh, it's but that, he doesn't need that in a day. No, That's, no, no. <laughs> this is you sat we down picked, and ate, and five somehow ate. Chicken. Okay. We picked silly amounts of uh, common bulk foods here. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe Jacqueline might be getting through this in a month. Maybe five hundred. Okay. Um, okay. Total calories in five hundred chicken breasts. The reveal. Tommy has thirty-seven thousand. Brandon has four thousand. I have sixty-nine. Four thousand sixty-nine. Thank you. Uh, five hundred. I think would be five hundred and two thousand two hundred and fifty. 500,250 from Koi. Uh, Tommy Bechtold gets it. 64,000 yeah. was the total uh, that uh, our ace researcher Evan came up with. Brandon, did you think 500 pieces of chicken is less than 10,000 calories? I've never had a, a chicken breast in my life. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, I'll do it. Uh, I don't even know if 500 nuggets would be I've always here. been obsessed with my religion, oh, and this is different. It. Okay, pivoting here, uh, away from the uh, animal proteins for a second. I can only find two. Oh, that's okay, honey. Your food to guess the total calories, okay. and throw it in the chat if you have some strong guesses. Mm. 15 mm. Caesar salads. 15 oh. Caesar salads, okay. These are, these are entree-sized Caesar okay. salads. Fifteen. Are these fully dressed with anchovies? I would assume. Okay. Get a couple croutons in Matters there. Matters to me. Some shaved Parmesan. Wait. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, John. I just got attacked. Yell huds up or something. You, Fifteen you Caesar salads. You goon. Okay. Okay. Uh, with dressing? Yes, of course. That's yeah. what makes it a Caesar salad. Okay. okay. You're not just eating a bulk romaine Does lettuce. Does it have over anchovies here. on it? Yes. Well, it's that's a Caesar not a traditional salad. Caesar salad. You got okay. tricks. All right, I'm ready. It's a problem. Okay, let's. Sauce, folks. Uh, three, two, one. Let's reveal our calorie guess here. I said 10,000. I Tommy said, said 8,400 calories. I went low in 3,000. Well, Koi gets it because you two went over. It was 7,000 calories. Oh, roughly. 7, about 500 a piece? Roughly 500 calories yeah, each. I thought, you know? I went I thought it was piece. like 800. I thought, I, went, I thought the dressing was a little more. I well, went 700 a piece. I don't know what kind of uh, dressing you're well, consuming over there. I have my own dressing company down called Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh dressings. Try the vinaigrette. You'll regret it. I do Newman's own, but it's spelled new man's own. Oh. <laughs> That's, okay. Uh, you'll vinaigrette it? Yeah. Okay. Um, fine, in our next one, this is uh, for an indulgent oh, okay. bulker. Oh, Somebody doing a dirty bulk, as they say in a the fitness bulk. industry. I've always been doing the dirty bulk. <laughs> 10 pints of chubby hubby Ben and Jerry's Ooh. ice cream. The whole pint? 10, Ten pints. The pints. whole pint? Ten pints. Oh my God. If you can figure out what one pint might have, and you can just add a zero onto oh that. Oh my God. Ten pints. You know, pint is, it's not the, the, the family size thing. This is okay. the. Okay, I've got it. I got it. Okay, I don't ten think pints. I needed to do the math on it, but ben I Ben and Jerry's Chubby Hubby flavored I ice cream. No, no, uh, no frozen yogurt or sorbet or anything no. like that. Okay, our reveal's in three, two, one. Ten thousand, Bob. Ten thousand. I said eighteen thousand sixty-nine BJ. Oh, fifteen hundred. I went way low. Fifteen hundred. Oh, he's trying to undercut us. Uh, it's working. Say, he's trying to undercut us. Uh, Tommy, remarkably accurate. Thirteen thousand eight hundred yeah. was the correct answer. Nobody knows more about crushing <laughs> pints than me. They are roughly 1,400 calories each mm. in a pint of Ben & Jerry's. Mm. Okay. okay, moving on to the hyper-specific uh, bulk item here. This is bulking on a budget. 20 
Olive Garden garlic breadsticks. Whoa! They do the 20? old. If you get the old bottomless breadstick over there, and you don't, you don't I, touch you know, the salad. You know what's gonna suck about me no learning this? Is <laughs> You'll never unlearn it. In the last two calendar months, I have crushed eight garlic breadsticks in one sitting, and I'm about to find out that that was two thousand <laughs> calories, and that's gonna kill me. And you uh, know the, the Olive Garden garlic breadsticks, not huge pieces, uh, but but they're buttery. Yes, they are delicious. When you're here, you're family. Your family. Okay, do we have uh, some turtles here? Not yet, not yet. Not I'm ready. carrying the one. Uh, I'm ready, Fat Sajak. Thank you. Fat Sajak. Uh, you can call me Pat Slapjack, thank you. Fat, Pat Flapjacks. Pat Flapjacks. Okay. Uh, Alex Trebulk. Oh! <laughs> Alex Trebuckle. Trebuckle. Uh, that's right. Okay, and our reveals. Ken Jeggings. Three, two, one. 3,500. I'm going with 2,000. Your daily, 2, your daily value. Wow. Ooh. Okay. I want to point out, Brandon is 2,000. Koya is uh, 2,400. Tommy is over yeah. at 3,500. They are so remarkably close. The total, 2,800. Wow. Koya yeah. getting in there. So I think uh, we have. food in my life. Uh, as we head into our final two, um, two, Tommy has two points. Yep. Koya has one. And Koya has two. Brandon uh, still has zero points. Don't worry, the last one's worth 50. Oh, okay. That's right. That's how you win. Uh, okay, our next one. 10 orders of Chili's Baby Back Ribs. Oh, God. Oh. Like Love a Chili's. These are not 10 orders of, ten orders of entree size Chili's Baby Back Ribs. Baby Back, Baby Back. I give you a hint, baby, these are not a low calorie baby, food. Baby, <laughs> 10 orders of Chili's ten Baby orders. Back Ribs. So just add a zero on what you think is one order of Chili's Baby Back Ribs. Mm. Mm. Okay. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. Chili's baby <laughs> back ribs. Oh, yeah. Barbecue sauce. You're, you're, you're chopping and screwing, aren't you? Yeah. You're mixing. It's a totally different <laughs> rhythm. Chili's <laughs> baby We can't afford to sing the real song. <laughs> we'll get a copyright strike if Tommy's too accurate. Wait a second. Uh, How many orders of this was it? Ten. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so busy singing Oh, song. I'm sorry. Am I desecrating your sacred little game? This is why we don't have pictures of the meals, Oh, Tommy. is your sacred little game being desecrated <laughs> okay. by me? Having fun okay, during the mandatory fun segment. Okay, and I'm not revealing. Three, two, one. 1750, Bob. Ooh, I did 17,600. Wow. You son of I a bitch. 22,000. I think they're 2,200 well, I might have misled all of you by saying it's not a low calorie meal. <laughs> you all went over. Okay. Tommy was closest, uh, but you all did go over. It's uh, 14,000 calories. Uh, they're roughly 1,400 calories each. And that's just the baby back ribs. That's not the sides. The no pictures. sides there. That is 1,400 calories. Ooh, I mean, if you ate just that for your one big meal a day, you, you, could, you could be fine. And, and I mean, Hugh Jackman, if you're aiming for 8,000 a day, you could have that breakfast, lunch, and dinner and still have some room for other stuff. Is that what Jackman's John when he's trying to jumbo? <laughs> That's direct. Uh, okay, and then finally. Okay, now this okay. is an insane number. One cup of water. Uh, you said that about the baby back we ribs. Yeah, we trusted you. No, 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 I just found out is, they were a diet food. This is <laughs> this is silly. Uh, Two hundred uh -huh. full size cows. The whole cow? How many calories are a cow? Full cow. Hooves. Well, I How guess many the calories parts, in a human. The parts you can eat, and this this specifically says twelve hundred pound cows. Now I do not know enough about. Farming a, to know if 1,200 yeah, is high for size. a cow That's a good sized steer, I Maybe think. Maybe it's an average uh, American. So 200 cows. 200 cows. Again, if you can figure out what one cows. cow might be 
calorically. Twelve hundred okay. pound and cow. And it's the amount of energy taken to take raise one ounce of water one degree, <laughs> and we extrapolate that into food. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I got this. It is a big number, as you can imagine. One cow is a pretty big number. Two hundred is very large. So we have this is going to take okay. Hugh Jackman, even on his most extreme weight gaining plan, quite a while to get through this volume of beef. He did have a fun quote in the Variety article where he said that he hopes when he meets his maker, that maker is not related to any chickens. Oh, because, ain't nobody here but us chickens. Because that maker would be angry with him. It would not help his uh, cause. I hope my maker isn't related to any of the Spice Girls. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, again, this is a, a wild shot of the dark. 200 full-size cows. What's okay. the calorie uh, load for 200 of those animals? What numbers do we have here? In three, two, one. I have 360,420. Okay. 84 million. One 80. calorie, Bob. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, I got to say, uh, what a broad spectrum of numbers. <laughs> I did prices right. We I'm have, betting one dollar. Uh, I also love, between all those numbers, wait, what was yours, Koi? 84 million. <laughs> wow. Actually, Koi got damn close. Okay. So 102 million was oh, the yeah. So I did, basically, there's 1,200 cow 1200 pounds yeah. 3500 calories burns one pound yeah, yeah, so i yeah. did the math of that times 200 and i got 84 i tried million. to do that and then i got too confused so i just went one <laughs> calorie hoping you guys would all go away that wasn't a bad bet but if uh, i was trying to lose that much weight remarkably yeah according to our our research there's about 500,000 calories per cow which i guess probably shakes out to about that same math yeah. hey how did you do in the chat i wish did you I was beat any of these guys no i think you won yeah. koi uh, got it three to two oh, there no if we're playing golf rules right. I technically won. That's right. I had the lowest Golf. score. Uh, also, uh, hot, hot news item just coming in from Trash Bag. Apparently, Iron Fist is now streaming on Thrust TV. No, that's Iron <laughs> Fists. Oh, oh, my mistake. Iron yeah. Fists. That's starring Iron Chefs doing things you never thought they'd do for money. Cooking ain't always going to pay the bills, but hooking will. What's, oh what's, what's today's oh special gosh. ingredient? Today's special ingredient is ass. <laughs> My mom watched it. Please. It's a she didn't make it this far. Though. I hope you hung up, Mom. You're, you're, you're oh, listening God. on a rotary phone, right? We're after 4 o'clock. She left. It's smartphone. She's watching on a rotary phone. FBI doesn't let any Bechtolds own smartphones. I told you. We were on the, we were on the Silk Road for too long. His mom watches this show on a landline. We were all buying angel dust on the Silk Road till 2010. And guess what? They take your phones away. She's, the road's not so silky when the dust dries she's, up. She's super chatting with a rotary dial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she gets cute little hold music. And then we take her off hold. She listens to the program. And I hope she slammed her phone down when I was so disrespected earlier. Okay? Uh, real quick, we want to shout out a couple other... Uh, <laughs> Super Mikey Cheers, our good friend Mikey Cheers, saying replace Brolin with Burnthal in uh, Deadpool 3. I mean, he's already got a gig in the MCU, but I kind of like that cast. Yeah, put him in there. Uh, uh, Lion of Demise saying, I hereby demand all of us Koi fans to be called the Koi Boys. That's yeah. right. Koi Boys unite. And then finally, not sure why, but a, a poll was run in the chat. <laughs> not sure why. Will Zach Vinna regret that pun? <laughs> 72% saying yes. Well, guess what, dummies? I don't. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Take a ranch on Zach. <laughs> Give peace a ranch. Hey, there's a thousand islands between me and regret, oh, and uh, there's no way I'm taking a boat between them. Honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for jo uh, joining us on this uh, new table. 
episode of The Break Room. Uh, thank you, Koi, for being here Always. and having some Daredevil fun with us. Order shirts, you fools. Look at me. These aren't going to last forever. You can wear this shirt anywhere. I wore this shirt today to CVS to buy toothpaste, and you know what the lady at CVS said? That's a good toothpaste. You're going to love it. She didn't comment on my shirt, but when I went out to the parking lot, a man almost hit me with his Toyota Tercel. He rolled his window down and said, hey, asshole, watch where you're going. Love your shirt. Wouldn't want to get your own blood on it. It's true. Wow. Nerdriot.shop. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, tomorrow's episode will also feature Mr. Bechtold for a little Wookiee Leaks. That's right. Uh, Stay up late tonight. Watch the Mandalorian episode two. Tune in tomorrow drops. to catch Wookiee Leaks. And then uh, the regular cast and format of Break Room will be back on Thursday. We thank you so much for joining us. Tommy's, uh, what is that, Tommy? Santa! <laughs> Seasonally appropriate uh, sketches from Tommy. We thank you so much for watching. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't already. And most importantly, have yourself a good rest of your day. Goodbye, everybody. everyone. I love you. Bye, Ramesh.